What is up, members of the Izone? Back once again on the road here in Chicago for Impact Izone Season 6, Episode 19 of the pod. We're still on the road in Chicago. Michigan State has wrapped up their Big Ten Tournament semifinal game today, defeating the Wisconsin Badgers 67-55, to the final score in that one. They played the first game today of the two semifinal matches. Following them were the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Michigan Wolverines. Those two teams played, and Michigan handily defeated the Golden Gophers. Final score, 76-49. to So the championship matchup has been set here in Chicago at the United Center. Michigan taking on Michigan State. But before we get into that game, we have to talk the game that we watched today which was Michigan State going up against Wisconsin. And and really, once again, to me, much like Ohio State, it was just a solid, not necessarily the the most prettiest or most beautiful effort you've seen from the Spartans, but it was a win nonetheless. Yeah, I agree. And I think from this Michigan State team, what we saw that we normally don't is actually, you know, coming out and doing something instead of, you know, waiting for halftime to get their stuff together. And I mean, we saw a lot from a lot of different players. But, yeah, like you said, it wasn't a beautiful game. It was kind of sloppy here and there, but they got the win. Reminded me of a very classic Michigan State-Wisconsin game. Uh, actually started out pretty fast. I felt like it was I think it was on its pace for 70 points a team, and, and things were, were looking pretty interesting for a while. And then MSU just started clamped down on defense just a little bit more. I think the Badgers went six or seven minutes without scoring, and then you just kind of – played the clock out and called it a day. I mean, this was not the same type of game as the game that followed it where Michigan came out of the gates hitting everything and continued to hit everything in the second half. And they they blew Minnesota away, and Minnesota was playing their third game in a row on consecutive days, so tough to say how much to read into it. But, man, do we have a game set up for tomorrow? I think really talking about the start of this game for Michigan State, when you think Wisconsin, you think Ethan Happ. And Ethan Happ only had two points and three touches total through the first 10 minutes of the first half of this game. Quickly, Michigan State got up to a 27-10 to 10 lead. Other Wisconsin guards like Demetric Trice, Davison, Kobe King, they were forced to produce more offense. But Wisconsin didn't make a shot outside of the paint until nearly five minutes remaining in that half. It all started with guarding Ethan Happ and guarding him well, and it was mainly Xavier Tillman. Yeah, Michigan State really slowed down Ethan Happ in this one. They did the same kind of game plan they went with back in February. You allow Ethan Happ to get his points, and then you make everybody else try and beat you. And they just couldn't. I mean, you look at Brad Davison. He didn't play well tonight, only five points, two of nine from the field. Demetri Trice, seven points, three of ten from the field. It, it really, for Michigan State, was a great defensive effort on the guards. But also a great execution in the offensive end for them. Cassius Winston returns to form. 21 points in this one, 9 of 17 from the field. But overall, you look at where Winston is this season. He plays 28 minutes in this one. He's dealing with a toe injury. Kind of flared up a bit in this game as he hit Davison's, uh, the heel of Davison's shoe on one end of the floor. Kind of came up limping a little bit. You look at 28 minutes played in this one. You look at the fact that Michigan is coming tomorrow. Where do you kind of see Winston's health? Do you see Tom Izzo going and playing him 35 minutes just to beat Michigan in a Big Ten championship game? I mean, honestly, I think it'll come down to game time decision right before the game, how he's warming up, how he's feeling. Um, 
I definitely think that Winston will want to play, even if he's in pain, but um, it'll come down to Izzo's decision as well. In my opinion, really, I think the Spartans have gotten themselves to a point where they have no choice but to have a full effort from all of their starters, including Cassius Winston. That'll probably mean 35-plus minutes for most of MSU's key players. They played themselves into this position. If they wanted to, they could have taken it a little bit easier in this Big Ten tournament. Today might have been an opportunity for an exit in terms of health, but they all of a sudden are in a championship game against their rival. They're going to have to step it up. A lot of, a lot of pride is going to be on the line. It's tough because you almost think that the worst-case scenario tomorrow is Michigan State goes out there and gets rolled by 20 or 30 points because not only do you lose the game to Michigan and all the stuff that comes along with that, but then it's another game. And, it's, and you think to yourself, well, if we didn't even bother showing up, what's the point of going out and putting more minutes on guys like Cassius Winston? Guys like McQuaid and Goins, too. They played, I think, 36, 37 minutes apiece uh, in that game. 37 for McQuaid, 36 for Goins, other way around. It is 37 for McQuaid, 36 for Goins, yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk about other guys that you need besides Winston. Really, you've got to manage their minutes tomorrow. I think all three of them, it, it, a tournament situation like this, you're going to play your backups a little bit more often, but really, really focus. I think the, Izzo's focus has got to be on keeping Cassius ready to go come next week. I guess if there's a positive when Michigan State expanded the lead to more like 12 to 15 points late in the second half of this Wisconsin game, Fosterler was not scoring, but he was on the floor leading this team through that charge. He gave them a few decent minutes today. Of Obviously, Winston went through that injury. Yeah, and, you know, we're kind of mixing the, the Michigan uh, State-Wisconsin recap with the Michigan preview, but... I look at this tournament and kind of looking at all the teams that came in. Obviously, the upset of Purdue by Minnesota was a huge loss. Didn't Don't get to see Michigan play Purdue in this one. But it's just felt like both of these teams are at the peak of this conference. They're playing at the peak of their powers. I mean, Michigan State goes out and pretty much handily beats Wisconsin, albeit Wisconsin tried to fight back at a, at a couple of points. But they handily beat them. Michigan handily, really handily, beats Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota only had 21 points at the end of the first half. It's really felt like these two teams are on a collision course all season, and now even more so making it all the way to the Big Ten Championship game. Plus, not to mention, this Minnesota team just upset Purdue on this court yesterday. Michigan straight dispatched them. There was really not a point in that game, in, in, on, uh, with the exception of the, the first five or so minutes of the game, that Minnesota was actually in it. But like people said, like you said, the crash course, these two teams, obviously with the, with the great early season records and the two games right before the end of the season, this is going to be their third matchup in the last 21 days. Yeah, and I think this just all goes back to, you know, Izzo said it yesterday, the Big Ten Conference is one of the toughest conferences, and it's the most interesting. You just don't know what to expect, like the upsets. Um, but it did come down to the biggest rival, which is, I don't know, that's telling. And one thing for me, you look at Michigan State versus Wisconsin and you looking down the line at Michigan tomorrow, one of the bigger things that stuck out to me in this game is the play of Nick Ward. He's still in Ohio State, didn't look like he was all the way there. In this one, he definitely looks active. He looks excited to get in and play, but he also just seemed a little bit too excited. Got a lot of ticky-tack fouls called on him, was trying to jump and get steals a lot of the times. He didn't look perfect, and the question now goes... He's going to play Michigan. He hasn't played them at all this season, has to sit and watch on the bench twice. Is he going to be too excited? Is he going to play out of his game once again? Do you see him having a big a big factor in that game? 
lucky for him, Xavier Tillman stepped up and really did a good job all game long against Ethan Happ. But it's going to be big in this Michigan game again because State's going to need offense in any way they can get it, especially with the way the Wolverines are scoring the basketball. They're going to have Charles Matthews for the first time since that first Michigan matchup at the Chrysler Center. But really just kind of looking at the performance of Nick Ward, obviously still getting back to the conditioning level that he was at when he exited the regular season with that hand injury. It's the Big Ten tournament. Everything seems to be one step ahead of him. He's trailing the play every now and again late on some of these fouls. He had four fouls in yesterday's game, four fouls in today's game. The other thing to keep an eye on is maybe just the amount of shots he's trying to get up because only two attempts in, uh, in 11 minutes – and, I mean, the way the offense plays around him is different than when Tillman comes in. We have kind of figured that out by now. But, I mean, you look at I mean, Tillman could have gone for a good 20, 22 points earlier today. Missed a, missed a dunk in, uh, at the end of the first half. And the, the shatter after the game was that he's jumping too high now, which uh, I don't know. I've never seen someone jump too high and not, and not make a dunk. It's, that's a joke. You guys can all laugh at that one. <laughs> well, you get the laugh out of that one? I mean, it, it was just, I thought it was good because Till, Izzo and, and Tillman were all, it seemed like a big joke, which would I mean good thing it was because Tillman's missed like three dunks in the last well, three games. Well, because he's scared of heights. That's, That's the, the one. That was what it was. That's what Izzo said, which he didn't realize, but Tillman is scared of heights. So I, it all makes sense now. I'll, I'll believe that when <laughs> I see it. I mean, I, are you guys afraid of heights? I'm afraid of heights. That's just me. Oh, I'm afraid of heights. But I also, yeah. I'm a short man, so I've never really been that high before. We haven't been, we haven't been able to dunk. Exactly. We're, we're still getting there. If I got up to jump and dunk a basketball, I'd probably be scared, too. I'd be, uh, like, scared in a good way, though, right? Because, like, wow, this is finally happening to me. I can yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think, though, for Tillman, like, the thing for me is he's afraid of heights. But, like, after the first couple times you dunk, like, dude, you got to get over that. Well, he's been, yeah. How long do you think like, he's been like, dunking? Uh, five, saying, five, six years. At least it's eighth grade. He's in an eighth grade gym just dunking. Uh, the other thing for me, I mean... Tillman good on both ends. Uh, I'm surprised Kenny Goins has been able to put together two halves of shooting in a game because for for the last few games when he's been putting up good performances, they all come in the first half and then there's an adjustment and then I mean obviously he's not going to knock down four three pointers and a half every single game because eventually you have to find a way to stop him. But he, I mean he put up a pretty good way after the game. He's got guys like Winston setting him up. I wouldn't. I'm not surprised now that he's kind of found his shooting stroke this late in the season. Uh, maybe just more wondering how it took us so long to get there. Yeah, and looking at it for me, now getting into more of a preview of Michigan. But I look at Michigan now, and I I'm looking at a team that to me looks like they're playing some of their best basketball. The defense is looking fantastic, holding Minnesota 21 points in the half, below 50. Minnesota in this game here, final score. You look at Michigan and the defense they're playing right now, they're going to play Michigan State for a third time. Not sure if those ball screens are going to hold up. Is there any way Michigan State can find a new wrinkle to go up against this defense? It's been odd because for every time we say, oh, Michigan's defense looks great, how is Michigan State going to try and score on them? Michigan State, we got to give credit to their offense. Only 43% for the game today against Wisconsin, but every time they've been able to just find – areas and pockets of time where they can make plays work, whether it's ball screens, whether it's uh, whatever they were doing in the Michigan game at the Breslin, which probably was also ball screens and more Winston getting downhill. I think they're going to try to limit the amount of times Winston's got to go to the basket and take hits tomorrow. So it may have to revolve more around uh, jump shooting from the outside. Aaron Henry hit a couple of threes. Uh, Matt McQuaid hit a couple of threes, and that was really pretty much it. I would be 
I would not be shocked to see more of them take an active role in the offense tomorrow. It was really interesting in this Wisconsin game in particular, looking towards Michigan and things they can do to beat the Wolverines for a third time this season. The Spartans played some two-man basketball with guys that weren't Xavier Tillman and Cassius Winston hooking up on pick-and-rolls or ball screens. One play comes to mind in particular, a pick-and-roll, and Aaron Henry lob and finished by Tillman. There was a little bit of Kenny Goins and Cassius Winston pick-and-roll action in this game. It was interesting to see them kind of expand that to some other players that aren't just Tillman and Winston. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to come down to just both of these teams playing at you know the level that they've been playing at, and then also like you said, Kyle, with Winston and seeing you know how many hits he takes and how they're going to avoid that, and hopefully um, for them they're going to be wanting to make all their three pointers. And the matchup in this game is going to be Cassius Winston Xavier Simpson once again. You know, J. Cole has a famous line in one of his songs. It's kind of a rip of George, former President George Bush. But, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, can't say it on a podcast, but it doesn't end well. And I don't think Xavier Simpson is going to want to get fooled for a third time in this one. He's playing better basketball, three of four from three-point range in this game against Minnesota. He also shot it pretty well in the first game they played against Iowa. He's looking like a scorer at this point. Michigan State, a lot of what their defense did was go underneath screens and allow him to shoot the basketball, make him score. He's kind of doing that now. Would you would you change your scheme on Xavier Simpson at this point, or do you still play it the same way and just make him beat you? I mean, really, all four of us were sitting courtside for that Michigan game last night when they, of course, emerged victorious in their first game of the Big Ten tournament. But Xavier Simpson was straight hooping. I mean, he had the hook shot out. He was helping his teammates. Did he catch Derek Walton's assist record yes in yesterday's game? I don't I would, know. I wouldn't know. I don't know if I saw he had it. eleven. Yeah, so almost there. Is, one, it, is it twelve, Julian? Yeah, it's twelve. One short of his assist record, but th- there might be an even bigger importance placed on the offense of Xavier Simpson as that has started to get going in this Big Ten tournament than the defense on Winston. Three of thirteen at the Breslin, I think, was Simpson. Uh, so I think the game plan is going to stay the same because. Make him be the one to score 18 to 20 points. Brazdakis is also in a, in a good spot right now, uh, both sides of the floor. I think that last game he kind of got just affected by foul trouble, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him have finally the game across all 40 minutes that he's been meaning to have so far. Yeah, and you, you look at Simpson versus Winston, once again, third time, would you take Xavier Simpson in this matchup? Are you going to go Winston? I mean, Winston, kind of at this point, with the toe, with the knee, with everything, he may not be wearing down, but he is showing signs of a little bit of rust while Xavier Simpson is going to be ready for this matchup. I mean, definitely after the second time um, these teams faced off, I would have stuck with Winston. But seeing him play today, and you can tell he just, I mean, just running down the court, he just doesn't look very comfortable and um, like he normally does. So I'd, I'd have to go with Simpson just because of what I saw today and yesterday, just an incredible ability to see the whole entire court and just throw passes in between like five people. And it could be completely different tomorrow too. I mean, you, you never know with these two teams the amount of energy involved in a game like that tomorrow, especially when so much is on the line. And looking up and down Michigan State's roster, we talk about it all the time, players that need to to give an extra boost. You look at Aaron Henry, he knocks in a couple of threes today in the semifinal matchup against Wisconsin. You look at Matt McQuaid, who needs to get some a career high for Aaron Henry. 
you look at those two guys, for you, if Aaron Henry steps out, hits a couple threes, not just for the game against Michigan, but going on in the tournament, how big of an X factor is that for Michigan State, and what kind of wrinkle does that make for a Wolverine team that's now going to have to change their defensive, defensive assignment on him? Aaron Henry has always been a guy that can go get it defensively. I know he's stepped up in a lot of the bigger games for the Spartans this year. The Ohio State games come to mind. But any kind of offense out of him, like you said, is a major X factor. Those two threes today, like Amanda mentioned, a career high for him. Looked pretty confident shooting him too. But really the last couple games, Matt McQuaid has been awfully quiet. He had eight points today, also quiet against Ohio State. He succeeded in both Michigan games. They're going to need a they're going to need a boost from Matt McQuaid tomorrow if they want to win, especially with some of the other players facing some some tiredness and some injury. Yeah, going back to Henry, I mean, he was just the freshman that was most ready to be on the floor and now that he's had this starting spot for these past several games you can definitely see why he's just very active defensively doing his job and I mean in you know after the game he was just like I am doing my role I'm playing my part on the team and I think the fact that he knows it and is doing well at it is going to really benefit the Spartans. So a question I asked Kyle in the broadcast and we we discussed for a little bit after the game 28 minutes for Winston in this one 2022 in the last game against Ohio State, Michigan on the clock. Are you playing Winston 30-plus minutes in this next game? Is, does, is it that important to win this Big Ten Tournament Championship that you're going to play him more than 30 minutes? I think that it just depends on like how he's feeling and how the game's going. I think it's all going to be determined based on um, what's going on. I, I do think they're going to pull out all the stops for it, though, because it is a championship and they've made it this far. Um, but, I mean, obviously if he's you know, falling on the floor and not being able to move or something, they're not going to play him. If Michigan State matched up with the Minnesota Golden Gophers in this final game, I would expect limited minutes from Cassius Winston. But because the Michigan Wolverines emerge victorious, John Beeline, the Wolverines are going to be in their yellow tomorrow on the other side of the floor. It, it That's the rivalry, and it's the rivalry for the third time. We've seen matchups between these two teams in the Big Ten tournament. They're not going to back down. Tom Izzo and his team is going to want to beat their rival for a third time. I mean, that's the loaded question. It's the million-dollar question, the however many thousand-dollar question. I'm sure that the... A trillion dollars. Whatever, at, whatever at the, the, NCAA, the United uh, States owes to China, that's how much money it is. I was going to say more like whatever the maximum allowable amount under the NCAA rules are. That, that question. That's a, good, that's a good one, too. Like, like $5 question. $5 question. Something like that. <laughs> uh, man, you don't want to see them lose a Sweet 16 or an Elite 8 game because he's out of breath and... And unable to you know play the same way he's been able to. The shooting actually came along for him. It was one of two from three, Luke? You nod, nod your head for me. He was in, he was one of five. One of five, and some of those came. I wonder if that's been part of just adjusting to the injury more than anything else. Um, do not play him more than thirty minutes, please. If you're Tom Izzo, you don't need to do that. Why? Why? Why, Julian? Why would you do it? I, if you're gonna say why. I think the I mean it's just to be competitive. This is a com- is I mean it's basketball. You got here the might game, as well go all out. The game is to go out and win and beat the team in front of you. And if you're Tom if Izzo, it's, if it's this team in front of you, especially yeah. if it's this team, I mean this is the third time. This is for bragging rights. And as much as people like to say, uh, old Tom Izzo respects Sean Beeline and respects what they do, and you know they have a, a, a common you know like between each other. There is a feeling between these two teams, and I think Izzo and Winston and company are going to want to take it out once again. To walk off a floor and say, you beat your rival three times in a year, and you did it 
once in the regular season or twice in the regular season for a Big Ten regular season title, and then you did it for a third time for a Big Ten tournament championship. I think that's why you want to play guys like Winston over and over again. But either way, we're going to do our best Raven Simone impression right now. Have a vision. Do predictions. Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow, 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern time is that matchup going to be live on Impact. I'm going to start us off. I'm going to go with Michigan in the championship game. I think they three-peat in the Big Ten tournament. I just think right now the way their defense is playing – they're going to do well in slowing down the Spartans. Third time's the charm. Going to come in with the right adjustments, right game plan, have the Spartans figured out, and walk away with the W. I also don't think Winston plays 30-plus minutes. And if the Wolverines start to pull away, I don't expect Tom Izzo and company to go and gun to try and take back the lead. Back when we were in East Lansing, I picked the Michigan Wolverines to win this tournament, but I'm picking the Spartans to win this game. I just think that Tom Izzo and his team is going to put it on the line a third time and win this Big Ten tournament title. Play Cassius Winston a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of people, including myself, advocated for an early exit in this tournament to give this team more rest, but they've played themselves into a big game. I think they're going to find a wrinkle with maybe an Aaron Henry, maybe something with McQuaid, maybe some interesting two-man basketball from non-Xavier Tillman Cassius Winston. I think they get it done 68-62. I see a low-scoring game early. Things pick up a little bit in the second half. I'm going to agree with Luke here. Also, I just wanted to point out that um, predictions for the game today, Kyle and I won. That's right. I mean, if, if you're keeping score at home, <laughs> she's got you there. I just had to point that out. He's going to cut that out. It's fine. He doesn't have to. I'm, I, I'm in charge of those, those decisions. <laughs> trust me. So my prediction for this game is I think Michigan State comes out on top. I think this is a championship, and Michigan State has this mentality this season of um, just putting it all on the line and coming away with um, something that means something to them. Uh, oh, man. You're, you're, this you're is another $5 question, huh? You're picking Michigan? I gotta. Go, I think I'm going to go with it. I, I'm, I'm, I say Winston won't play 30, but he probably will play 30-plus, but I still, I'm still. i going to go with Michigan in this one. I think there's an argument to be made both ways. Um, the main thing for me is I wouldn't be surprised if MSU to win, were to win this game because there's, there's something to be said for having that mental edge of beating Michigan the way they did, coming mm-hmm. back from however many down. 100%. Uh, on their own home floor to win the Big Ten title. That that matters for something in the heads of Michigan, I'm sure. Whether or not they're willing to admit it, well, they didn't play like it today, but there is something to be said for that. I'll take Michigan. They they looked the part against a good Minnesota team who was obviously tired, but I I trust them just a little bit more if Xavier Simpson is hitting shots from the outside or just in general. He he's not going to go three of thirteen again. I think Brasdakis has his game. He pops in probably twenty five. And he scored 20 and in foul trouble. You opened your mouth like that. He op- he scored 20 in foul trouble last time at the Breslin. Like 20 in 20 minutes. He's uh, he's ready to pop off. And really, I mean, they they liked what they got out of Zayla Livers today. I think he had 21 points. He was on fire. He, he was, uh, was raining it in from three. Let all scorers for Michigan. And Beeline mentioned it postgame. Joey and I stuck around for the, the presser there. Having Matthews out and now he's back, Livers' time in the starting lineup will definitely benefit Michigan heading into March. I think both these teams are set up for a, like a long run in the Big Ten and the NCAA tournament. I'd say both of them are Sweet 16 Elite teams at Elite 8 teams at least. I'm picking Michigan tomorrow though. Definitely. Both are fantastic teams. 
I agree with you, Kyle. I just think it, it, it's tough to beat a team three times in a season. I don't even buy into that all that much. I think it, I think if one team is clearly better than the other team, you can beat them three times, no problem. But I don't know if this is a clearly better than the other team say, It's a little bit more even than that. This isn't Cleveland-Toronto in a seven-game series in the NBA. This is two juggernauts going at each other for a third time this season. Big Ten Tournament Championship has been set. The top-seeded Michigan State Spartans going up against the three-seeded Michigan Wolverines. For it all, tomorrow, Sunday, Championship Sunday, 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern Time. Kyle Turk and I will be on the call, Impact 88.9 FM. Keep it locked to at WDBM Sports on Twitter for all content updates. Lou Sloan, Amanda Poole will have your post-game videos, your recaps, your takeaways, a column. You know, content's flowing out the wazoo here for Impact Sports in Chicago. And that's before we make it home at like, you know, 3 a.m. on, on uh, Monday morning. You know, it's just casual. It's fine. Just casual. It's fine. Just casual. Student journalist. Big J journalist. We're out here in Chicago. I, I don't have an eight-page paper due on don't Monday. Don't worry paper. about it. It's fine. Sounds wonderful. Shout out to the journalism school for not that wasn't. It's not a journalism pr- paper, but, you know, hey, I'm, I'll be working. We'll okay. all be working. We'll, we'll all be working. We'll have things for you. Keep it locked at WDBM Sports once again. Impact 88.9 FM for the call tomorrow. Impact is on Season 6, Episode 19 is in the books from Chicago. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow.